Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Anime Tour Bus. It's me, Eric. And sitting with me, well that's you, listener. We're on this bus together. What's going on? And um, also, I mean, uh, this is all for, for, the, for the show that we do podcasts that you might be aware of. Um, me and the listener have actually already been talking for a while. Metzger's up front. She's our expert and tour bus leader um, in, in anime. But me and the listener, we've been talking for a minute. And, like, we're talking about, like, our favorite, like, stealth games. Like, obviously, I'm I'm a basic white boy. I really love the Assassin's Creed series, though I do think that it's gone downhill a lot in the last 10 years. Um, but then I was also thinking of, like, Tom Clancy, like... Uh, the, the Splinter Cell games or like Far Cry has some stealth aspects to it. There's a lot of options out there. Um, and then we were talking about like our favorite moves because um, I like the like jump down from above technique. The listener likes where you could like just be hanging on a ledge and like be grabbing somebody and then just like yeet them off their own ledge. Uh, Mesker, what's your favorite like stealth assassination technique? Gun one. Oh, the gun one? Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, Where you, like, take their gun and you shoot them with it? Like, you sneak you sneak shoot? You just you just walk up and you shoot them. Well, they never see that gun. <laughs> I tell you what, that one would get me pretty solid. Like, I'm not usually standing, like, above jumpable surfaces and things like that, or, like, near ledges where someone could, like, grab my Achilles and, like, drag me down. But, man, a gun would get me. Um, you know one that you like, never I, expect the gun. You don't expect <laughs> that's well. Sorry for our uh, for our American listeners, <laughs> they always expect the gun. Um, but if you're like European or Chinese or um, Malaysian, <laughs> I went through like twenty different <laughs> countries in that. <laughs> you might you might think. You might think, oh man, I don't expect the gun. But you know what else I don't expect? What's that? Well, so let's say let's say that I'm hanging outside, right? Okay. And I'm talking to my friends. Okay. Maybe like one of them says to me like something and then I reply and then he thinks that it's a funny reply. So then he like is going to go pat me on the head and then a window opens behind me and an arm reaches around my neck and I'm like hmm I did not expect the window take down like I that did one not would get me good. <laughs> so so anyways um when when watching Sasaki uh like open up that window and stealth assassinate block the the head pat like i was my immediate fear would be oh no i'm about to be dragged through this window like that, yeah, that would yeah, be where I, my head's going i would have immediately expected the gun yeah like, like if someone is grabbing me behind like from behind and there's about to be a gun put on my temple little little weird because it would be like for me like maybe i'm hanging out with my my friend Devin and Devin and I are like standing there and all that pretty ballsy for someone to stealth assassinate me in front of Devin. They didn't even do like the double assassination thing. Devin's just like, well, well, Eric's dead now. I think I need to go to the store and get some crepe makings. 
Yeah, it's just like, did I remember to unplug the hair dryer? <laughs> he just wanders away. <laughs> mm, nothing's wrong here. <laughs> Must have been the wind. Suddenly in the mood for meatloaf. <laughs> um. Okay, so we have just progressive realization of his own Mia Chan's feelings about um, episode Sazaki. was so good. It was pretty cute. I also let me say this: I sometimes watch these episodes like while I'm doing stuff and and things like that, and like I'm reading it, I'm doing that, but like I'm also doing something else. But today, because I got held up um, at at the 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 office doing and the, the mines the the papers that the you gotta label each coal <laughs> you you mine out it's gotta have appropriate labeling anyways so i i was coming up like from the mines and it was super late and i got home and i had to like sit down and eat and watch this it, this anime is a completely different experience if you like fucking chill with it Holy shit, you are the worst sometimes. Like, you just hang with it? Like, like I'd, what are we in, like, episode five? Well, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Like, I've sometimes, like, some of our anime, I'll, I'll do that, where, like, I'll, I'll do stuff with it and all that, and I'll enjoy it. Others, I'll just hang, and I'll just, like, meet it on its own terms and stuff like this. But And, and most of them, like, you could do it interchangeably. Like, it's not a big issue, like, if you're if you're doing something as long as you can read the subtitles keep up with the plot and whatnot um but this one you you have to sit down with it and that's the thing that really gets me it really gets you that you have to actually engage with the media <sighs> like wholeheartedly like 100 percent in not 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 meet it weirdly um like part of the way but no it, it demands 100 percent of your attention and then when you do that it's like got a nice vibe to it so metzger actually built a kotatsu What's and that? a kotatsu bless you it is a heated uh table cut that out because you just sneezed on the you sneezed twice i should have said bless you twice but it's a heated table so it's like a coffee table that you sit under and there's a blanket and there's a heating element underneath it. You didn't see it on my Snapchat? I'm looking for it now. Goddamn. Oh, no. I mean, this was like I built this months ago. No, no, I don't remember. I spend a lot of time under the kotatsu and I do the super weeb thing where when I don't want to sit anymore, I roll over and crawl underneath it. <laughs> and I'm just laying under a table on the floor. I mean, I like that. Like a total weeb, I do watch this anime on the floor of my bedroom underneath the kotatsu. Yeah. It is such a wonderful experience. That seems very kind and nice. Just a, just a nice, kind time. As I actually dedicate myself to this. I mean, I was coming in from the mines late. And I actually got a better experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Our boys are growing closer. Well, actually, Sasaki is doing everything he can to almost seems like 
res well, he's resisting, but it almost like avoid Miano. Like he wants to see him, but he doesn't think that he can not touch him. Like the urge, the urge to touch him and to kind of be with him is way too strong. Meanwhile, Sasaki is like, what is this dude's deal? I like girls. There, or wait, there's me, a girl in middle, middle school, school that I liked. Who told me I should do drag. Yeah, that was very funny. Other than watching Miano slam his face into his bed repeatedly being like, I'm not gay. I don't super remember a like, lot. Well, but I think this is... I also definitely remember the... the drag drag someone through a window. Yeah, I thought that was very funny. Um, that's why I put it as the intro. But, um, I don't know. I let me, let me have a go at this. So, I wonder, because I, I am not this way, but I, of course, like everybody, have friends that are this way. Like, is the experience of, like, being a gay or bisexual or, or other kind of male, someone who has interest in other men, like, similar to this, where you're like, I'm not gay, I just, oh, have these feelings for a specific dude that, that are, like, that that kind of, like, weird moment where he's, like, imagining, like, the sparkles around Suzaki's face and all that kinds of stuff. Like everything with him just feels right, but I'm not gay. Like that kind of, is that like, is that, is that the normal experience? No. Since I'm trying to like go back and think about how I came to define myself and how I found interest in others. And by this point in time in my life, there's no real defining moments. It just kind of was like there. I I feel that too. Like for me, it was just always kind of like, ah, oh, I'm I'm into girls. Like that's just how. Oh, well, there was always just like this one boy. There was just this one boy that I really liked and I gave him chocolates for Valentine's Day. And then we dated, and then he broke up with me. Then it was just like, I guess that was fine. Let's just keep doing that. <laughs> that was a good time for me. I'm uh, highly, highly recommend. <laughs> Love being dumped. That's a good one to say, Master. <laughs> Love being dumped. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was no... I, I mean, there was definitely the moment of... Like, you always have to put yourself out there and make yourself vulnerable to ask somebody out or to admit that you even like someone. And, like, the fear of rejection is always there, right? I mean, for me, it's the acceptance of rejection. Like, I will always be rejected. That is, I'm, I'm doing this with the hopes that that... <laughs> but, like, for me, like... Eric is like, um, I got a quota to meet. <laughs> well already up to three today it's a good <laughs> it's like mm, fourth quarter is looking pretty bad yeah i <laughs> for me black friday sales were like just like anybody uh me me standing in the center of town town crier anyone on a date any person 
doesn't even matter anymore. Anyways, um, Eric's handing out chapstick and little like cards with Buffalo Bill's face on them. Oh, Bill, why? Uh, the would you fuck me? I mean, that's pretty fucked up, Mency. Why'd you say that? That's fucked up. Do you not remember Silence of the Lambs? I only watch. Okay, this is gonna be. This we've completely sidebarred. I stopped watching Silence of the Lambs when they started peeing on the people down below. Like when when people started getting golden showers, I was like, hmm. I don't think that this particular form of media is for me. And then I I turned it off. I don't (laughs) remember that. Also, I was a child when it came out, and I I was left. He was like an FBI agent, and a bunch of old rich people were just like peeing on them. It was gross. In Silence of the Lambs? I think so. Give me a second. Silence of the Lambs. Peeing scene? I don't know how to like type this in a way that doesn't put me in like a weird list. I could be wrong. I'm not finding that. I'm not either. What did I watch? Yeah, like I think you found a VHS tape that said Silence of the Lambs, Lambs but it was really like some re-recorded porn. No, that's not... Uh, well, I don't know how to say that. Old men peeing on... Like, that's not gonna end up good. <laughs> okay, well... I don't know what I watched, Metzger, but I thought it was Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> and then I was like, hmm, not for me. And then I never revisited that topic ever. Every time you know- somebody... Do you know- the peeing scene wasn't for me and then i just left that conversation with them they're like what part of the movie was he referencing yeah i'm over here being like okay so you know that movie came out in 2000 wait no 1991 and i watched it like way younger than i should have like at a babysitter's house and uh I'm trying to like Google around the porn. So I I put secret agent gets peed on movie. And then the sleepover um, was a top choice. Also Kingsman, which I know didn't have a pee scene like that. Um, Undercover Grandpa, which could have a pee scene like that. I could have sworn. Hold on. We're going to go. We're going to go ask somebody else. And like, I know that I'm just going to have to cut this out. Like, Are you asking him? Well, oh God! How much of the Silence of the Lambs do you remember? <laughs> Is there a scene where there are a bunch of old men peeing on people? Okay, that's what Eric thinks the Silence of the Lambs is. And we're trying to figure out what he's fucking talking about right now. And we're both googling some very questionable content. I mean, to be fair, I didn't like that movie, so I might actually like Silence of the Lambs. Whatever that movie was, I was like, hmm, not for me. Also, like, I have this vague memory of a movie where, like, there's this disease going around, kind of, like, making people into zombies, but the zombies are, like, water people, and then the guy at the end chooses to turn into the water people. and like Not Waterworld? 
That's not Waterworld. No, it's like a <laughs> it's like a sci-fi horror. Is it Slither? I don't know, Metzger. I'm talking about movies I have vague memories of, and apparently they're all wrong. Because I'm over here thinking that there's there's peeing on from rich people on small the town. A small town is taken over by an alien plague, turning residents into zombies and all forms of mutant monsters. There's also this one where, like, the sun's going to change, and the only way that they could, like, survive the sun is if they... Wow, Nathan Fillion's in it. This might be one of my favorite episodes of the podcast ever. We were talking about these weird-ass movies. Yeah. And just shouts from the other room, Nathan Fillion's in Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) Like, no. Fuck, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I love that guy from Firefly. Oh, I forgot Big Mouth got a series. Um. Okay, we're supposed to be talking about boy love, not Silence of the Lambs and Piss Play, which is fine if that's in your boy love. But not in thing though, it's not. We I have like hard clerical evidence of that. Like I saw that and was like, hmm, not for me. When I said in your boy love, I meant the listeners. Oh. Listener, I'm not gonna judge, but I'm gonna say that I'm if you're gonna watch that, I'm not gonna watch it with you. Please turn your VPN on. <laughs> so that the FBI can't track your piss porn. Where the fuck were we? Oh, there's that part where Miano almost hurts his wrist. Like, some other boys are real rude and bump into him, and he does the wall slam, which is a trademark of, of Jap. Maybe it's just because we had so much focus on Miano this episode that I, I felt like Suzaki seemed a little bit hopeless. Like, his feelings were still there, but... He seemed a little less like, but then we look at Miano and Miano's like, how am I supposed to act around him? This is the first time I'm seeing him since break and all that. And he's freaking out a little. Yeah. You know, since he whispered, I like you on the train. I just feel like there was, I feel like we had a little setback on Suzaki, but a set forward on Miano. And that's the kind of dynamic play that I've come to expect. I don't think it was a setback. I think Sasaki is just inhibiting his behavior. Like, he's just being in control and still being the respectful young man that I said he was in the first episode. Like, the first time you thought he was kind of rapey and pushy. And now you're being like, whoa, he's really taking a step back. And I'm like... This entire time, it's been about respect and consent. Well, you know, I was I was just calling them like I see them. I'm not always a good ref, but I'm I'm a fair ref. Please plug our socials. Hey, have you ever thought, man, these people they're they're dumb. They're, what a big bunch of dummies. Maybe maybe um, I could influence them in a way that guided them towards not being such fucking idiots. Well, hey, if you want to do that, there's ways to interact with us. Like uh, Instagram, on, and go on there, you log in, you tell us your password, or you don't have to tell us your passwords. But Please don't tell us your password. Ask. No. 
Metzger is not going to ask for your password. Metzger is going to ask. No representative and... of Anime Tour Bus will ever ask for your password. <laughs> if you see an email that's not not Eric, um, so hey, log on, get check 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 how that one cute girl's doing. Maybe she's responded. You liked her photo, but she never. And then. Just type it up in the search bar, anime tour bus. You can also do anime underscore bus, but that one's only for Twitter. You got to be on Twitter for that one. Tweeting, tweeting your thoughts. One time I did a Twitter back when I used Twitter. Um, back, back then I did a Twitter where I was in a college room and I was talking. I was, there is the prettiest girl sitting in this this room with me and like i come eat lunch here every day and she also eats lunch here every day and i feel like there's some chemistry between us but i'm always too scared to say anything and then the next tweet that you read was nope never mind her boyfriend came in and kissed her on the mouth like that's nope <laughs> instant nothing and it was within the same day like same five minutes and so, so if you're you're wanting something that fills your Twitter needs, well, anime underscore bus. That's that's where you can find it. Oh, hey, and we also have a website called meyouandweebo.wordpress.com. I think you're literally killing me. <laughs> that's good. I thought that was a funny, funny intro, or like a segue. I did them slower that time. Yeah, I noticed. So that we could get kind of kind of more juice. Yeah, because that's what we're going here. <laughs> that's what we're. It's about quality of content, and those were average at best. <laughs> I think we might qualify special so, hey, needs at this point. They don't have that that tag. Only explicit and, and not not explicit. Hey, Metzger, let's talk about Vanitas. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about Diopsios. Bless you. Um, okay, so when last we left off, you are in a room. Your, your name's Noe. Um, the room's full of, like, equipment, machines, worrying, and ser serving you food. And there's also a big black blob in front of you and also a girl who's, like, 11. And the big black blob, oh, wow. Big, big, not big black Bob. Big black blob is in front of you, and he's he's like saying like crazy stuff, like "Give me your name," or "I took her name," or "Why are you being weird about this? I just killed your childhood friend." Like, it's not that big of a deal. And it's so, all for the sake of business. Yeah, it's it was it puss. Um, so so that's. That's where we last left off. And then we kind of get some backstory about this girl, as, as anime tends to do. They're, they're very backstory-focused. This is where I was going to pass it off to you, so it's not you, Like, uh, yeah, the anime we're watching has a lot of exposition and is a rich lore. Well, I set up the premise. Now you freaking... I, I set you up, Metzger Spike it. Are you wanting me to talk about Chloe? Yeah, give me that expositional background. Okay, it turns out Chloe was not born a vampire, but was made a vampire because her family is fucking around with 
the workings of the universe, right? That's what it is. What's it called? It's Through an the alternate engine. Of sound. Yes. Yeah. So they're using this alternate engine to change the formula, and that gives rise to the beast of Jovadon, which is the castle they live in, right? Is Jovadon the castle, or is it the village around it? I think it's the castle. Yeah. Because they are part of the Diepsir family? I don't know. She accidentally gets turned into a vampire, and she kind of watches like her entire family die, because she can't, since she's a vampire. She's real super lonely. Her first friend ends up being Ruthven. And he's so young. He's so pretty. Do you see his long locks? I'm a sucker yeah, for Yeah, August. Hair. August Ruthven like, ends up befriending her because he's wanting to stop the war between humans and vampires. He doesn't think that they should have to fight, that they can just kind of, you know, like, love each other. And then, you know, they take his eyeball. Like, the war's over, and he's, like, terribly wounded, and he shows up to Chloe, and he's like, give me the shit for your alternate engine so I can change the universe and make this war not happen. And she's like, no, and he's like, okay, well, then give me your blood, bitch. And she's again like, no. Turns out she's way fucking strong. I mean, she's she's also been 11 for, like, centuries. Yeah, and she ends up becoming, like, during that friendship with August Ruthven, like, June gets dropped off there, and she becomes, like, really good friends with June, where the little girl helps. This is so strange to me, because we've sh- we've seen that vampires age, but not Chloe. Because, like, Noe was a vampire as a child. Louis, well... There's a dead child vampire. But they were dummy. Born? Was it? I, maybe it's because she's a different type of vampire. I think it's because she was altered by the the world engine thing. Someone typed in her cheat codes and now she's never going to grow up. Well, um as someone that recently uh modded um the the original Witcher game, um I, I I get that. Like I fucked up everything. Like I'm, I'm, I'm put he, he was he had like a weird butt and his swords didn't do good. So yeah, there's uh there's a lot of problems. So I can understand how like getting in the codes of like the real world and real life and typing in an override file of yourself could be problematic. <laughs> a little bit we learned that dante one of the half-bloods is working for what was his name sir francis varney who is a clockwork fiend marquis machina i don't super know what that means that makes it sound like that he's a machine man think he might be a machine man you know clockwork fiend marquis machina feel like he's not really a person. I feel like he's a machine. He's one of those little instrument thingy-mabobbers. I mean, I, I hope he's a, I hope he's got, like, some sentience. Because, I mean, I like his energy. Well, he has motivation. Like, yeah. he wants... He seeks the alternate engine. 
I just like kind of the anyways. Um, so during during this episode, uh, Noe makes a friend. Yeah, that's pretty cute. And Metzger, I'm, I'm shaking a lot of hands, but no one took it that emotionally. I wonder how he got there. Do you think he's the wish? Because it's known that what well, we've been calling charlatan this whole time. That sometimes if you're powerful and strong enough for her to not just like take your true name, then she'll grant you a wish. And so with Chloe, to like obtain her true name, she grants her a wish. Do you think the wish is what was his name? Is it Jean Jacob or something? Is Jean Jacques, I believe. Jean Jacques, that's it. Oh, I'm so impressed with myself right now. Do you think that maybe he was the wish? Seems like it would kind of suck. Maybe she wished to not be alone. Mm. I because feel I mean, like the wish you... more like directly resolves good, her problem. Good help is so hard to find. I mean, when you're the beast of Gévaudan, where do you find hired help that lets you suck their blood and carries you up a mountain? I mean, that's fair. We did talk about the carrying thing. What steampunk Craigslist did she put an ad on to get Jean-Jacques? <laughs> Looking for a man who will let me suck his blood and carry me up mountains. Actually, there's been points, there's been points in my life where I would have done that, like... Looking for male roommate. Have big drafty castle. Must like dogs. And curses. <laughs> like what in the fuck? I bet that he's the wish. It's, but maybe it's like a monkey paw sort of has... situation where like the wish wasn't specific enough and she's just like, I don't want to be alone anymore. And it's like, so, here's like... this weirdo. I feel like the the wish would be like more how do I say this like directly solving her problems rather than like skirting them. I think that you're putting too much like if she got to make the wish who's to say that she didn't just wish for something fleeting like to not be lonely. She did really like um Jen Jun, Jun, whatever. Uh, she really. She has did a like, nightmare where she rips Jun's head off. Well, she liked interacting with her and having like a really nice time and stuff like that. Like it was very cute. I quite liked yeah. that that moment. And you know, like her first friend after the what could be considered her family's fallout is Ruthven, and you know, he bites her. Friends don't bite friends. Well, that's not entirely true. I've had friends that I've bitten. Okay. Yeah, I don't have too much else for this other than she turns the machine on. Yeah, we're kind of left wondering, like, what, what's that machine going to? Is it going to, like, is it a pizza? It's going to re. It's going to rewrite the universe. And you thought that she wasn't going to be that big of... She's just going to be a couple of episodes and then she's taken care well, of. No, this, this bitch is going <laughs> to rewrite the entire fucking universe. Well, somebody on it. They've been trying to figure it out for so long. Like, it's about time. 
Oh, I'm reading. I'm reading spoilers. This is dangerous. We need to shut it down. We can't. I can't be trusted with this forbidden knowledge, Eric. Do you want me to end it? Yeah, we're gonna have to end it because I've got some real juice for next week. We've got juice awaiting for you, but it's not on the bus until next week. So, what you gotta do is get off the bus now or else. Uh, (laughs) And spoilers. While you're while you're um, off off the bus you can go check out some other things that might keep you entertained like science snacks where i talk about scientific papers for like 15 minutes in an easily snackable format and horizon adventures a DD podcast where me and a bunch of other people get together and play DD. i'm the dm i play everything that those fools don't um yeah so check those out and hey thanks for listening but until next time bye, bye.